Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Yo, yo, yo. A-U-E-E-J. Mario Matthew. Welcome to the live creation.wave. What up? Let me hit you with a wave. Hit you with a wave. Mass Journalist, what's going on? Rena74, Connor.ertl joined. Welcome. I don't think I've seen you before. Official Philippe, Philippe Pardes, Quincy the Goat. What's up, brother? Thanks so much for joining in the live. I appreciate it. Trev Castle, what's up? Uh, S.CampBell.Bell, what's going on? Manly underscore XO, what's going on, Jerry? Gutierrez, 10. What is happening, guys? Spam that little heart thing. I don't even know if it does anything, but I can see I can see this, the heart thing. I like it. What's going on, guys? Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you can hear me all right, give me some, like, thumbs up, Jesus hands, uh, all that good stuff. Let me know if you're hearing me all right, if the audio is coming through okay. Um, underscore Edmundy, underscore seven, what's going on? All the hate MLS memes. What's going on? Estrada, what's up? I was waiting for this moment. <laughs> and it has arrived and you were prepared. Um, let's see. See so of the jersey of a legend on the left side of you. I've heard great stories of the legend that is the one who has the jersey that is behind me over to the right. Uh, May, uh, M-A-L... A Y underscore X dot O. I'm not saying I'm sure saying your name right, so I just spelled it out. Said my first time in your live video. Well, welcome, and I'm happy to have you, guys. Thank you for the Jesus hands and all that, all that stuff. Uh, what is going on? Young Brandon just joined in. What's going on, guys and girls and everyone in between? Thank you much for thank you so much for joining in. You guys know what it is, or maybe you do not know. But this is the ask the hashtag ask a soccer pro show, and I'm your host, 11 year MLS pro and current DC United forward Quincy Ameriqua. You guys know what it is, or maybe you don't, but you soon will. I play in the MLS, have for over a decade. But you see my hat right now. What does it say? It says MSL because that's what we talk about here on the Ask the Soccer Pro Show, the Mental Strength League MSL. Because life is a game and you're either getting played or you're playing it. And here on the Ask a Soccer Pro Show, we talk about ways to thrive both on and off the field because we tend to see that the problems we run into on the field are the same types of problems we run into off of the field. So if we can solve those on the field, we can then apply that off the field. It's kind of like how we're testing our ideas and uh, learning and growing every week here at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, and I'm happy to have you guys. If this is your first time joining in, welcome. This is your opportunity to get any and all of your questions answered. 
uh, as it pertains to soccer, life, philosophy, or other, drop them in the uh, questions section bar below. I get to them through there. And also in the chat, we, uh, we have a community of people who join in, uh, stick with me for the entire live. Some people jump in and out as they're able to. And if you're listening in on the live replay, welcome, happy to have you. Um, wherever you are in time, because time is a concept that we talk a lot about here on this show. And if you're watching a replay of this, and I'm speaking to you now, in this moment, are you hearing me when you listen to it? So did it already happen or is it happening now? Hmm, MSL baby, I don't know. Think through that and let me know what your guys' answer is. Especially if you're watching the replay of this moment right now on YouTube at a later time, drop below what you think the answer to that question is based on where you are in this moment in time right now and we'll get back to you that'll be fun hey now we're starting to play some mind now we're now we've been playing this for a while guys we can start playing some mind games on the live in the past which is the future for someone else right now so think about that who we we're going deep today i like it i'm feeling good i'm feeling fresh i'm feeling new got a lot of new information a lot of new knowledge that i've been gathering here these last couple weeks so Let's get into it, guys. Uh, official Felipe asked, oh no, he said, I still am a pro, but oh, uh, Mendy underscore seven said, where are you a pro? I'm a pro uh, for DC United currently. So I'm with uh, DC United and Major League Soccer. Uh, all hate uh, all hate MLS meme said, Quincy, we need coming back to Frisco so I can bully you. Come on, man, it's not bully, it's all love. We turn that hate and spin it to our favor. So I appreciate the attention as always. Steven.14, what's going on? Welcome. Hi, Quincy. Okay, here we go. Ooh, there we go. Uh, Steven.14 asks, hi, Quincy, how can I improve my vision and my awareness? Well, let's break that down. Vision. Um, would you, so I got a couple more questions back for you, Steve. Um, when you're saying your vision, are you saying your ability to see, to take a picture of the whole field and understand what you're looking at? Or are you saying vision in terms of seeing what's coming next? So are you having a problem with not recognizing? I'm seeing you're putting here and awareness, so I wanna make sure I'm understanding. So awareness would be more in alignment with, um, awareness would be more in alignment with uh, um, an acknowledgement of the things that are around you. Uh, vision would be seeing what's coming before it before it gets there or before it happens. So I wanna make sure you're not confusing the two or you're considering them the same. So if you can give me a little bit more information right there, I can jump, I can get a little bit deeper into that but while I wait for you to send some of that in. S.Camp.Bell asks, how do you recover after practice or games? So uh, usually what I do is I have a, a protein shake of some sort uh, within 20 within 20 to 30 minutes after training. Uh, we've got these new uh, yogurt-based protein uh, protein drinks um, that I'm that I've been using that I like that are pretty good. And then uh, depending on the level of training, uh, the level of intensity of it, and how I'm feeling. Um, uh, feeling at the moment and what my preparation is and what I need to get to for the rest of the week, I would then um, do um, 
uh, contrast ice, ice and uh, heat, but typically end on ice, so in cold, and then and then that would be done for the day. Now that would be the typical. Uh, that'd be like if it's just standard recovery, like you know, typical training, normal training. Uh, just recovery. Now, if it's a little bit more, or it's uh, a longer, it's been kind of a longer week, or you know, it's been more than two or three days, then it's more of an extended recovery. So it's the same thing with the protein shake. Um, then it would be, uh, well, actually, so before training, it would be what do you call it? The uh, lacrosse ball, so trigger point stuff to release the hips, uh, the glutes, uh, my low back my hamstrings, my IT bands. Um, I think everyone's a little bit different, so um, you know what would work for you might not be work for me, but uh, typically loosening up and uh, just being proactive. I think uh, being proactive is more important than being reactive. So if you're doing these things consistently beforehand, there's less stuff that you'll have to do because you're less inclined to get injured. Um, so the idea of what I'm talking about is injury prevention more than it is recovery from training if I'm really thinking about it, right? So it is training after, it is recovery after training, but it's more prevention of future injuries based on the awareness I have for where I'm at in my body, what it is that I'm needing in that particular moment and what I know I'll be needing over the next couple of weeks. So information is a very important game um, that you're playing within this. So uh, under, getting having access to information, so understanding what the training schedule looks like for the week, for the day, uh, what the train, what the game schedule in terms of like uh, what's going to be required of you is important for making decisions in the moment to prepare yourself for the future. So um, all of these things I'm talking about adjust based on the information I have access to and what I'm being told at that particular time and how much or how little I'm going to be utilized on the field or in the game or how much we're going and because of that how much more I'm going to have to do in practice to make up for not being used in a game. So it's a juggling act. Um, so on a more heavy one then you're doing the pre-activation and all of that, uh, foam roll, trigger point stuff, then post you're still doing. So the contrast and the ice bath every single day that doesn't, that doesn't change. Then if it's more intense than puff pants, they're the compression pants and shorts that you use. Maybe sit in for 20 to 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how good or <clears throat> how good or bad you're feeling. Um, then normal, like regular light stretching and then massage. And then from there you're done. So I've been doing that for many, many, many years, which is why I feel my body is uh, much younger than my age. Um, I think I definitely picked that up very early on in my career, uh, an older, an older guy who's very took his um, recovery and post training regimen very seriously was Matt Pickens. I think he's still playing for uh, what is it? North North Carolina is it? North Carolina. He's still in the USL with Kosuke Kimura, who is also another guy who's pretty big on his post uh, recovery stuff. And at, from a young age, when I saw how seriously those guys were taking it, I just was like, you know, I see how I play. I'm I you know. I'm a physical player, I like using my body, so from that perspective, I think it only benefits me to be proactive about take, about taking care of myself and taking care of my body. Um, because at worst, it doesn't help me at all and I'll still be tired and broken down in my 30s, or uh, it actually is important 
and it will pay off and I'll feel much younger and better in my 30s. And now that I've gotten here, I am very uh, grateful and happy that I had older guys like that who were doing that, but more importantly that I was willing to uh, follow their lead and make that investment in myself because it's only paying off, you know, it's paying off, it's paying dividends for me now. It's very, it's very much paying off for me now. I'm, uh, I'm reaping the rewards and benefits of taking my recovery seriously since I joined the league back in, well, I'd say in 2009, not as much, but 2010 when I joined the Colorado Rapids and saw Matt Pickens and how he approached his, um, his regimen that uh, very much st stood out to me and I took it very seriously from there. So that was, um, yeah, I've never talked about my recovery process and how I go about doing that and why. So thank you very much for that question. Um, and if you guys haven't, uh, oh, testament to Pickens because Pickens is still playing. So I'm not sure how old Matt is, Matt is now, but he wasn't he wasn't uh, super young when I joined uh, the Rapids back in 2010. Let's see. Estrada asks, is there a huge difference between a ball with grip and without? I'd say the higher the level you play at, yes, the greater the difference because the more control you have over what you can do with the ball. At the lower levels, right, at younger ages and stuff, not as much because your control and and the the distance in which you can make mistakes and where how and the level and the speed of play of the game um, that doesn't have as big of an influence or, or an impact on things. But the higher up the level you go, the little things mean more and more. So depends on the level you're at. Um, Master Journal said, "I have to take a shower, but I'll be watching." That's right. Uh, M Kennedy Seven said, "Do you know Griffin?" Yes, I do. He is my teammate. I think he's with the. U17 national team right now. So I think he'll be back at the end of the... I don't remember if he'd said it was at the end of the, end of this month. I think he'll, he's gone for a, a decent amount of time. Um, he joined in on the live a couple weeks ago. So if you haven't checked that out, did I think we... Up, I don't know if we've uploaded that replay over on the channel yet, but if you're watching this in the future, which means I'm speaking to you in the past, it should be on the YouTube account now for you to enjoy. So if you haven't, definitely go check that out. You can see, uh, get a kind of a, a glimpse into the mind of a, of a young uh, a young pro, 16 years old, on the up and coming. And uh, I think he's, he's destined to definitely do big things in the game. Uh, official Felipe said, hashtag conspiracy. Yeah, we got a lot of conspiracies going. By the way, if you guys don't understand or know what the conspiracy is, make sure you head over to my personal account, Quincy, at Quincy Marqua. Check that out. Um, that was fun. Uh, we'll see if we pull it off. Five Hara asked, uh, hey man, how can I reduce my sugar cravings? Mm, I need a little more information on that one. But let's kind of like ballpark it here. So if you're if you feel as though you're addicted to sugar, how are you addicted to it? Um, like, what sugar cravings do you have? Do you have do you have cravings for sugar in like liquid form, like drinking a lot of soda, or is it eating candy? Or is it, yeah, or is it eating candy? Or um, what do you call it? Yeah, soda or candy is typically the. What, what happens? Tech support joined in. What's going on? 
Ah, uh, okay, so there we go. So uh, Steven dropped down here. So he said, how can I improve my vision and awareness? So he was talking about both. So um, more specifically, how does he how does he improve both aspects of his game? So um, let's break it down. I haven't thought about that in terms of vision versus awareness. So um, let me think about which is more important, awareness, seeing something. Okay, obviously vision, uh, sorry. Obviously, awareness is first because if you're not aware of anything, you can't see anything. So awareness would come first. So how do you increase your awareness? Well, if you aren't self-aware, um, that's what the first three steps of the AmeriCorps process are, uh, of the AmeriCorps process. So if this is the first time you're joining in or you're listening on the live, the AmeriCorps process is a seven-step process that I've used to uh, basically uh, get to the professional level and build the businesses and my brains outside of outside of the game. And uh, the reason I developed the AmeriCorps process was because the success that I was, that I've gotten, if you know, I feel most people would say being able to play professional soccer for over 10 years, over a decade would be a level of success that many kids, especially um, on this channel would want to achieve. And uh, a very big reason I was able to do that was because of what I, uh, what I've coined as the AmeriCorps process. So um, a lot of people tend to speak to other people from their personal experience. And um, though that can be insightful at times and it can be helpful, um, it might not be the best information to allow you to apply to yourself so you can become, so you can achieve the same results, right? If I say, hey, listen, the biggest, one of the biggest keys to being successful is to be self-aware. Okay, that is a true statement. Uh, definitely from my perspective and from my experience. <clears throat> but me telling you to be self-aware is not very helpful other than it just feel like, okay, well, I know, I know what it is. Okay. So what, and this is a mistake I think many people make when they're trying to teach people things or teach someone else something, or maybe this is a mistake you're making when you're trying to uh, share something with someone else. And a better way to think about when you're explaining something is saying, uh, explain the process of doing what it is that you're talking about. So um, if I'm saying self-awareness is very important, I need to teach you and tell you the process to become self-aware and to sustain self-awareness so that you can apply it to your, for yourself. So I can say the goal is self-awareness, but just because that's the goal doesn't mean you know how to do it. Having broken that down and said that, you see that right here on the wall behind me, you'll see uh, self-awareness, or I'm sorry, <laughs> The, the first one on the wall here is self-honesty, and that's the first step in the three S's of self-awareness. So step one is self-honesty, step two is self-initiative, step three is self-accountability. These are the three steps you need to take to become self-aware. So to answer your question on how do you improve your vision and your awareness, first you need to understand what awareness is and how to, uh, how to uh, achieve it if you haven't already and how to maintain it once you have it. So. Um, Self-honesty, what is self-honesty? That is another word, so I need to break that down and what is the process of self-honesty? How do you become honest with yourself if you don't even know if you're being honest with yourself? And if you don't know if you're being honest with yourself, how could you know if you're being self-honest, right? So that's kind of a, that's a trick. So then what would be the first step in figuring out if you're being honest and if not, how to figure out how to be honest with yourself? Well, the first uh, question you need to pose to yourself is, are you happy? with where you are in this current moment in time. Are you happy with whatever it is? It could be soccer, it could be your lack of awareness, it could be uh, 
your relationship with your with your significant other, with your parent, um, with your coach, whoever. Are you happy? Is it is it the best that it could be? And if the answer is yes, well then you are you can move on because what will happen is what you're doing will continue on the path and if you're doing the right things and you're being honest with yourself and you're uh, yeah if you're doing the right things to sustain and maintain those relationships and sustain and maintain what you're doing well then you are being honest with yourself so you can continue doing what you're doing now if that answer is no or maybe or unsure well then the next question you have to ask yourself is are you willing to do what is necessary to improve change uh, to improve or change what it is you are not happy with or think could be better? So that's the next question that you have to ask. And if the answer to that question is no, well then you are now completed self-honesty because you aren't happy with where you are and what you're doing, but you're also not willing to do anything to make a change about it. So you have now become self-honest by just default because you had to answer. So you answered the question, you answered the question, the first question is maybe uh, you're not maybe you're not happy, but then the next question is, and if the que if the answer is yes, well then okay, keep doing what you're doing until the answer to that question is no. When the answer to that question is no or maybe, then you go on to step two. Step two is, are you willing to do what is necessary to change or uh, to make the change or improve? what it is you're not happy about. If the answer to that is no, well now you've been honest with yourself and you don't need to do anything because you've, you've, you've recognized that you don't want to and you're not going to. Okay. Now, if the answer to that question is yes, you've now completed self-honesty again. So the whole purpose of the system that we've built and I'm sharing with you is so that there's always a win-win solution at the end. And the win-win solution is you have an answer, you have the answer you need to move forward. So it's either continue doing what you're doing or know that you need to make a change to move forward. So once you've completed self-honesty, you can now move on to self-initiative. If, if the answer to that decision tree is yes, you move on to self-initiative. Self-initiative means self-action. What is it that you need to do yourself? So self-honesty, you are honest with yourself. You don't need anyone else to, to discuss that with you. Now, you've decided you need or want to make a change, so you want to become aware in this situation or instance. So uh, what is the initiative you need to take to become, um, to become more aware? So this would be the time where you go like, well, I don't know what it takes to become aware, or I have an idea of what it takes to become aware. Well, okay, well, if you don't know what it takes, then you need to start doing research onto how to become aware, what you need to put in place, what you need to do to do that. One of those steps would be joining in on this live, asking these types of questions and questioning yourself and, and um, implementing and testing your ideas. So you're, you're actively participating in doing that. So you're taking self-initiative. Joining in on this live, listening to these replays, asking questions, that's taking self-initiative. That means you want to grow, you wanna learn, you wanna move forward, you wanna get better. Okay, and you know yourself better than anyone else and you know what you wanna do and what you wanna achieve. So once you've started taking self-initiative, that is great. And once that's complete, there's still the next step. And step three of the three S's of self-awareness is self-accountability. It is great that you've been honest with yourself and you want to make a change and it's great that you're taking initiative to make those changes and you're learning what you can and you're applying what you need to based on who you are and what you know you need to do to get there. But none of that will mean anything if you don't hold yourself accountable to the things that you say that you need to do and keep in place to reach where you want to get to. Right. So self-accountability is you, myself, my own personal uh, 
responsibility. I'm taking personal responsibility for where I am, whether or whether or not it's my fault that I, I am in the situation that I'm in, and I'm taking personal responsibility for where I'm going to be, and I'm going to hold myself accountable to that. I'm going to be disciplined. It is self-disciplined, and that is what is required to get to any level of success in any industry, in any market. I don't care if it's soccer, um, you know, school, life, business, whatever, right? So that is a in-depth breakdown of the three S's of self-awareness. So to answer your question, Stephen, um, which is why I wanted to ask specifically what it was, because depending on what it was, can be a pretty long answer because it is a long process. This is a practice. So once you have the whole process, you now need to go put it into practice. So that's the whole, that's the whole point of this. We're giving you things that you can go and practice and you need to practice these things consistently over a duration of time to ever see any results and see them uh, apply in your life, right? So this isn't something that you just do for two or three days and then that's it. No, you're talking about two or three years. And uh, long-term thinking is what we're, what we're talking about here and consistency over time is what we're pushing here. And not many people want to do that because they want instant results, they want instant success, um, they want instant fame, instant everything, right? Instagram, all of that. And that's cool and that's fun and it's enjoyable, but it's fleeting, okay? And since most people aren't willing to do it this way and think long-term and be consistent over a long period of time, that is why most people are not successful. So it's a game of time, guys, a game of time. And will you win the game of time and the game of self-discipline? But great question on that aspect um, of awareness. That's how you develop it. If you don't have it, that's how you maintain it once you get it. Then from there, what that will in turn give you is vision. So vision is a consequence of self-awareness. So self-awareness is a process, it's a state of being. And once you are in that state, self-awareness is relative to vision. So your ability to see, right? So once you get to accountability, you can see. So you gotta use your mind. Self-honesty, I got self-initiative down here. Oh, here it is. So self-honesty, self-initiative is your heart, what's going to drive you, push you forward. And then self-accountability, you know, look yourself in the mirror. Where is it you wanna to get to? And what are you gonna stay committed to to getting there? And from there, you'll have the vision. And the vision allows you to now see goals that you wanna achieve, so see the version of yourself that you need to become to uh, achieve the levels of success that you want to achieve for yourself. And once you're aligned there, you will now do whatever is necessary to get there. MSL, Mental Strength League. It is all in your mind. This is all a mentality. And it's the mentality that is going to drive you to work towards your goals, accomplish your goals, and smash your goals. And the mentality here is adapt or die, guys. Adapt or die. Failure is not an option because it is not an option. I will succeed or I will die. There is no in between. And that is the mindset and that is the mentality that is necessary to guarantee success. Because it's guaranteed if that's how you look at it. Because I'm either going to become successful or I'm going to die. That is literally, those are the two options. So um, I'm going to be successful. So great question on the awareness and vision. Um, very, very good. Uh, I like that. Let's see, what did I get? Let's go, you guys are 
hitting that comment section, so which is great. And I love seeing you guys talk to each other. So let's see what we got here. Um, Aiden asks, have you had a chance to talk to new signings about MSL? They've been hearing a little bit of the rumblings about MSL. I think I talked to Boateng a little bit on the in the van today. He seems like a, a very nice guy, good guy. He's very good on the ball. I like his uh, style of play. We played together these last two days in some small-sided stuff and once in a full field game today. And uh, he can read the game very well. I like his movement and his uh, he's very shifty. You know, he's difficult. He's, he's unpredictable, which is a very great quality to have in an outside midfielder. Uh, Joe Jackson, what's going on? Uh, what helps me is either like fruit or just, oh, okay, perfect. You guys are sorting each other out and helping each other in the comments. That's awesome. Uh, I think that was the comment on how do you kick the sweets and uh, soccer Ben, what's going on? Soccer Ben 25. My sugar cravings, five horror. Uh, keep doing Quincy. Uh, tech support said, keep doing you, Quincy. MSL is incredible. Keep doing what you're doing. Of course, we'll keep it going. As long as you guys keep joining in on the live, I'll keep I'll keep doing this. Um, and as long as you guys are getting value out of this, I'm happy. I'm happy to uh, share what I've learned over the years. Uh, Trev Castle, uh, let five horror. No, what helps me is either going for something sweet when hungry, like a fruit, or just keeping my mind and body busy so I don't eat out of boredom. That's a that's a decent strategy, you know. If you want something sweet, making sure you have fruit around, so at least you're getting a little bit of something, but it's not something horrible for you. Um, Joe Jackson, what what's going on? Uh, Leo, what's what's up? Welcome to the live. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with B-Pro Mentality. Head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-Pro, that's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Let's see, I think someone had asked... What do I think about the uh, Rooney's move to Derby? What is it, Derby County, Derby City, Derby, Derby something? I think uh, I think that's awesome for him. Like he clearly has the ability to um, play at a very high level, and there are many teams who are interested in him and wanting to want to have him. And I think this was an opportunity for him to go back home and. Uh, Oops, sorry, I was reading that. It's an opportunity for him to go back home and play at a high level and live life. So I'm, I'm very happy for him. He's a good dude. And um, I, I very much enjoy my conversations with him. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Uh, let's see. Daniel said, never got my ball. Daniel, where did you place an order for your ball at? And uh, if you have any issues or problems, shoot me um, or shoot us an email at contact at perfectsoccerskills.com so we can get that uh, sorted out and taken care of right away. Let's try to ask Quincy, what do you think of LA Galaxy's new signing? P.S. When are you joining LA Galaxy? I don't, um, I've seen some stuff about the signing of the new guy, but I don't know anything about him, so... I couldn't really give you any insight on that. And uh, I don't know when I'm joining LA Galaxy. You know, you got any contacts there? You know, are they interested in, in bringing the MSL to uh, to their locker room? I'd be open to that. 
let's see what we got here. Uh, talent or hard work? Mm, hard work. If you're saying either or, like you either have talent or you have just hard work, um, talent will, if talent doesn't have hard work or at least some level of work rate, eventually uh, hard work beats talent. So hard work all the way. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. Uh, Danielle, welcome to the live. Happy to have you. Let's see what we got here. Julian, what's going on? Okay, Julian, let's see. Julian, are you trying to join in? So, all right, we got three minutes left. We'll have some call-ins. All right, there we go, Julian. Let's see what we got, we got here. While we're waiting. And Julian can ask a question or two. Oh, wow. I never thought you would accept that. Oh, uh, Julian, your internet's messing up. What's going on, man? Hey, um, can you hear me at all? Yes, I can. All right, yeah, I never thought you'd accept this. That's amazing. Hey, sometimes oh, you gotta take you gotta take your chance and look at that. I just saw. Yes. Yeah, what, what's going on, man? What's your name? Yeah, so I actually had a couple questions about like, so I'm gonna be joining the new team soon, um, about a week or so, and they're a really high level team. They're a much higher level team than my old team. So I just want to know like, if there's anything I should go into my first practice thinking or like doing or anything like that. Okay, well, what level are you at right now? Um, this is, you know the league EDP? Okay. Eastern uh, Development League? Okay, I've heard of that. Oh, we just did they're a thing. In, yeah, we just did that uh, thing with, Ross just did a video with the EDP uh, account, like, last week. Oh, that's um, cool. So how old are you? Um, 13. 13, okay. And how often do you train a week now on your own? Every single day. Every single day for at least an hour and a half to two hours. And what do you work on? Um, mostly just like um, my dribbling, like I have cones, I put them out and I do specific dribbling drills that I see online and that I see through um, Perfect Soccer. Okay. Um, and how long have you been doing that for? Um, so, I mean, this summer, pretty much this entire summer when I haven't had soccer camps, but every single day of the summer I've been playing soccer. Okay. And how long do you plan on doing that for? Until I can't. I mean, until of and course, how, like school gets school gets in the way, of course, and stuff like that. But uh, okay. as much as I can. Okay. So, what are your goals? What is it that you want to be able to do? Um, like, are you talking about like in the long run? Yep. Um, of course, if it's possible, go pro. Do exactly what you're doing. Like, um, go pro and see how far I can make it. Really. Okay, and then um. Uh, be honest with me. Compared to your, compared to the people you play with right now, uh, what level are you at compared to the people around you? Definitely not the highest, and that's why I feel like I have to work really hard, and that's why I do work really hard because I notice I am not close to one of the best. So that's why I feel I have to work twice as hard as them. Like I'm not really naturally talented, but again, so I feel like okay. I have to work harder. Okay. No, that's good. So what about? Why do you know you're not as good as them? What is it? If you, if let's say you have a team of 20 kids, right? And number one is the number one kid and 20 is the worst kid. What number are you? Um, um, maybe 13. 
a okay. little bit below average. Okay. Okay. But I, I want to work my way up to the top ten. Got gotcha. you. I go. Okay. And why do you think you're not in the top ten right now? What are you missing? Um. Definitely, it's mostly confidence. That's my biggest issue. Like, I would do this at um really competitive, um Ajax camp where um like the Ajax academy coaches came over, and the entire time when I was playing, I was really nervous because I was playing with like really good players and getting watched by really competitive coaches, and so I played at a really like a lower level than what I play when I'm just messing around with my friends, and okay. that really I okay. noticed that, and everybody around me noticed that. Uh, okay, so then okay, so let's let's work through this. All right. When you're there, what were you what were you looking at? What were you paying attention to? Um the skill probably I shouldn't have, but the skill level of the players around me. And what were you looking at? What about that was what about what they were doing did you feel you had to pay attention to? Um like the the parts of their game that are better than the parts of my game. Like, how do you? Me, okay, I let's, was, oh, 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 let's stop right there. What? How do you know that those parts of their game are better than your parts of your game? Because they can do things that I couldn't do on my first try, or they um, do something and it looks a lot smoother than the, if I could try it, or something like that. Okay. And okay. But, what and what do you think what do you think is important that you need to be able to do that you can't that's that's something i think about yeah. um i guess kind of whenever i play i've been trying to do this a lot more recently but i should just do this more and more whenever i play scrimmage a game just playing mess around i have to notice what i'm doing wrong and then the next day, when I'm out in my um, backyard, I have to train that on that thing that I'm not as good at. Okay, I got you. So follow me with what we're talking about right now, okay? What are you good at? Um, I don't like to say this, but everybody says that I have really good vision of the game. And um, everybody says that, um, yeah, like my thing that I like to say that I'm the best at is I'm really good at passing. I can pick out the best passes on the field. But why, are you, why are you able to do that? Because I studied the game and I watched the game and yeah, that, and I played it. So then when you're looking at other players, are you watching how they pass the ball in their vision? No, actually yeah. no, not as much. Yeah, exactly, you're not. Yeah, you're not, mm. so why not? Or why are you? Why am I not looking why, at it? Why aren't you looking at what? Why aren't you looking at what you know you do well and seeing if they and comparing if they can do that as well as you? Oh, that's a lot taken. I'm sorry. I know um, that's all right. Sorry. Okay. So you know I you're usually... really good at you know you're really good at passing, mm -hmm. and you said people say you have good vision. Mm -hmm. What I would want to say is, do you think you have good vision? Um, no. Why not? Because I don't, I don't like to say that I'm good at things. I that's just not, don't. no, but that's not what I asked you. I asked you, do you have good vision? I, I think I do, yeah. Okay, so then why would you deny that? 
I have to get better confidence because I don't have good enough confidence. That's why it. Do, why do you think you don't have confidence? Because I compare myself to others. Yes, that's part of it. But also, there's something you're good at, and I'm asking you if you're good at it, and you're denying that you're good at it. I have to. Like, if I'm good at something, I have to know that I'm good at that. I have to, yeah. I definitely have to work on that. And then, yeah. Um, trying to think of if, if any, I'm trying to think of if, if I have any other questions. I got you. So, okay, so the two things, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, confidence is the result of a belief in yourself and then mm -hmm. seeing that your belief is paying off mm -hmm. and then you believe more in yourself, which means you do more of that and mm -hmm. it builds up. <laughs> and a lack of confidence is seeing things you're not good at, knowing you're not good at it, so then doing less of it, hiding, avoiding doing more, avoiding making mistakes, and you get less and less and less and less. Okay, so for me, your problem is that when you're, when you're thinking about yourself, you're denying the things you're good at because you don't like saying that you're good, which shouldn't matter because if you're good, you're good. And if everyone else thinks you're cocky, so what? Who cares? You know you're good, so okay. deal with it, okay? One, that's mm -hmm. building confidence. Two, if you know your vision and your passing is so much better than everyone else's, and it's such mm -hmm. an integral part of your game, and you can see that other people are nowhere near as good as that, at that as you are, that's what you're comparing your game to. Not the fact that they can do tricks and dribbles and all that. That's not your game. You're not good at that. But do you think I should work on that? That's what that's what I work on. You, you think can, I should? You can work on that. You can work on that so you're not so bad that those those types of game that type of play uh, completely nullifies your passing and your vision. But here's what I'm going to tell you: nothing moves faster on the field than the ball. I don't care how fast and how skilled you are. So if you have great control and vision and you can put the ball anywhere you want, it doesn't matter how much faster or stronger this guy is. So I would watch guys like David Beckham, right? And then Pirlo. Mm -hmm. Pirlo. Yeah. He likes me. My, uh -huh. One of my like idols for like the actual, the European game is Hamas Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of, even though I play on the wing, um, I play right back or right mid, I try to base my game on how he plays as much as possible. And so that's kind of how he plays is sending like, not, not just through balls, but like passes over the top and stuff. So I try to replicate that as much as I can. How, much, also, how much do you think your game, how much do you think your natural game reflects his? Um, not a lot because... He plays with the opposite foot as me. He doesn't play the same position as me. He. Um, so are you paying attention? Are you paying attention to and trying to learn? I'm not saying that you don't want to do that, but you're saying you're number thirteen and you want to get to the top ten, right? So, yeah. uh, I know everyone wants to be messy, right? Every player wants to be messy or the top player and dribble and do all the stuff that's your name on. Right, but you're saying your goal is to be pro to play pro soccer, and if your if goal is to, if your goal is to play pro soccer, you want to do the thing that's going to give you the highest chance of playing professional soccer. So that means you want to get so good at what you're good, uh, so good at what you're naturally good at, that maybe out of 
10 teams, there's eight teams that would never pick you up because you don't fit their system, but there's two teams that would never work if they didn't have you. That's really something good to think about. That's, I never thought about it like that. Got it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, so that way you're looking at like my passing and my vision is so good, is so good, and it's so much better than the people around me because I'm so great at it that the coach who needs a player who has great vision and passing, when he sees me, he won't pick or look for anybody else. All right, yeah. The one thing is it's hard for me to like, for me when I'm like alone trying to play in the yard, like it's, I can't practice my vision. I can't practice my passing. So like, what do you think would be, I mean, I guess the thing to fall back on to like the backup. And also I have another question about like, say I'd be practicing. Is it good to practice the same thing every day for weeks and weeks and weeks until you master it? Or do you think you should mix up the different drills for the different days or mix up the different drills for different weeks? I would say do the same thing over and over and over until you master it. That's more important. Um, uh, That's more important because you'll get more out of it. It's better to master one thing than none. Yeah. So everything everything you're asking me is coming down to kind of the same stuff where I'm saying, okay, pick what it is that you're good at Mm. and get so good at it that no one can beat you at that at all. No one can beat you at that at all. And be good enough at everything else so that you don't, you're not so bad that no one looks at you. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, if you can't, you might be the greatest passer and have the best vision in the world, but if your first touch is so bad that you can't control the ball and pass it, well then, okay, that's a problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you're so. work, it, yeah, if you're doing a drill that will guarantee and if you're just doing one drill over and over and over again that gives you an amazing first touch, mm-hmm. you don't have to do a bunch of different drills. You just need to do one drill that's going to give you amazing first touch, and you just practice that, practice that, practice that, practice that, practice that, practice that. Yeah, so that's, actually one, things, that's yeah. actually one of the things. That's actually one of I've been working on. Yeah. There you go. So it's first touch until until you don't even have to think about it. The ball touches your foot and it goes exactly where you want it to go. Mm-hmm. Then the next step is now you say, okay, now I'm working on my awareness. What's around me? vision you already naturally have that right Mm -hmm. so when you're in training and you have practice you never are not fully engaged and taking every opportunity to pass the ball to someone else as if it's like the last pass of the ball you're ever going to make so it's not i'm scared oh no this is my last pass ever this is no this is my last pass ever and it's going to be the best i'm going to i'm going to put the best effort the most concentration everything into it and then when i get the next when i get another opportunity i'm grateful that i even have another opportunity and i'm going to treat it just as the same as i did the last and if you get that and you keep that mentality and you keep doing that over time that's where you start to see yourself rise right so um earlier in the live i talked about the three steps of self-awareness right you seem like you're very self-aware you understand where you are but you're lacking the self-confidence right uh, so now you have better alignment on what it is you want to do. So the, the fourth step of the, of the process is uh, growth-oriented or setting goals. So you have a goal that you're working towards and you're setting towards now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, fifth step is teamwork. You're working together. We're a team now, right? You're joining in on the yeah. live. You're watching the YouTube channels. You're going to be watching all of the Tactical Tuesday episodes that Ross puts up every single week. 
rewatching the previous one so you can learn every position on the field, where everyone needs to be, how they need to be there. You'll rewatch the Ask the Soccer Pro Show replays. You'll get a free copy of the book. You read the book, you'll continue to be a student of the game. How, how would you right? get that? How would you like how do you get to that? Like how do you get to the point where you get the free copy of the book? So you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book, enter your email, and then right below it you can go uh, there's free uh, physical book and to get the free physical book you cover the cost of shipping but then there's free digital book and to get the, the free digital book uh, all I ask right now and it could change in the future is you're reading an article that I wrote and then you're gonna send in an email to our account letting me know what you learned and then we'll send you the digital version for free so that sounds pretty cool thank you yeah, yeah of course so you can get either so you go through that and that's gonna that's going to help you get get in alignment and then even once school starts and things get crazy and your schedule changes uh, your goal should always be to at least get 30 minutes of touches on the ball every single day without fail whether that's the first thing when you get up in the morning or 30 minutes before you go to bed so you should right. never go a day without touching the ball for 30 minutes all right I have um do you know if I have time to fit in a couple more questions uh, let's see. Yeah, you got three, you got two, you got two more minutes. All right. Yeah. Thank you. So uh -huh. what do you think? I know you, I'm not, you kind of covered this, but what do you think if I, um, you know, like if I'm really good at my passing already and mm -hmm. that's what I have to make the best, like I have to make that stand out from everything else in my game. What drills do you think I could do by myself with just me, like a wall, um, a goal and a ball? Um, what other drills do you think I can, like, what other, I'm not sure how to put this, what other, like, things that I have, can I work on yeah, I to understand. get my passing up without being, like, having teammates to pass I got to? You. I got you. So if you're doing individual uh, trainings with passing for yourself, what you mm -hmm. can do is you can put, um, you can put cones in the goal. So you go out to the field where there's a goal. And obviously, if you only have one soccer ball, then you're, you have to kick the ball and then go get it and then bring it back and then kick mm -hmm. the ball, go get it and get it back. So what I would do is I'd get a pack of 10 balls at least. So at least you can get 10 reps every time you can put the, uh, on the goal. So you got the goal. You can put a cone on, uh, like, let's say two feet on the inside of each po post. Yeah. And then you're, you're touching it across. You're at the 18, then you're 20, then you're 25 yards out. You're 30 yards out and you're facing away from the goal. You're turning, you're having a look up, and then you're making a long pass, and you're you're getting it in between. So you're you're aiming for things, right. right? So at least the goal is catching that, and you're passing it through lanes, right? So then as time gets on, you can get creative, and you can start to create lanes around you. Mm -hmm. And now you can, let's say, there's a ball to the right of me here, right? I pass the ball hard hard i kick the ball hard into the wall so it bounces back at me super hard and i have to take a really good first touch right and then and then pass it 20 yards straight out in front of me between a between two cones or a gap right okay. so um you you're might not gonna you're, you're not going to necessarily be able to recreate all the movements of everybody while you're practicing but then you can put three different uh, three different uh, paths that you have to aim at, mm -hmm. right? And then you hit the ball hard into the wall so it comes in. It's almost like if you don't take a perfect touch, it's going to bounce super far away from you and the opportunity has gone. 
So you're making it as realistic as you can, right? You're making it very difficult on yourself. So it's like someone passed in a really difficult ball. You have to control it first touch, and then you have to look up. That's vision. And you got to find one of these three lanes, right? Okay. So like, okay, this one comes up. Boom. Take your touch. You have to pass there. If you miss that lane, you got to kick it again. Boom. Look for it. Pick it again. And you can't move to the next one until you, until you get there, right? All right. That, that would be really helpful. That's actually one of the things I got to work on is like my quick decision thinking is right when I receive the ball to move. For me, I always have that quick half a second of hesitation do, of do I do a skill? Do I drive? Do I um, pass? Do I like ask for a one-two? But it's like that would definitely help for that quick decision making. Yeah. So, so why, do you think it's, why do you think you're taking too much time to make a decision? Um because I'm trying to figure out which one would be the most helpful for our team, and which one would you think would, at the end, lead up to a goal. And it's hard to think about that in a fraction of, this, of a second when, like, the attacker or defender is running at you. So then what decision are you coming to if you're not coming to a decision? Um, I usually end up, like... I usually end up taking it, making the decision a little bit too slow, and then or this doesn't happen often, but when it does, it doesn't work out too well. I usually end up taking making the decision a little bit too late, and then the defender comes at me and tries taking the ball, and now I have no time, so I have to like shield the ball and like ask for help. So, so I guess what, what I should do is what's, before, what's the difference? What's the difference between when? Uh, what's the difference between when you make a decision quickly and when you don't? So like. Why is it that you're able to make a decision sometimes and then other times you're not? Because sometimes it's easier. Sometimes it's like obvious there's one player open, like, and it's a perfect, like, through ball, like, perfect area. And um, sometimes, like, you don't have many options. And then you're cut off so you can't dribble. So, like, sometimes it's harder to think of what to do. So are you only looking after you get the ball or are you looking before you get the ball? That's the thing. I've got to learn how to, um, before I receive the ball from a throw-in or like a pass or whatever, I have to keep my head up. And again, another thing I've been working on is opening up my body when I receive the ball. So I receive it and I don't have to make a turn. I'm just already open. And do you have any other like, um, ideas of, say, there's a fender on my back? I can't open up my body or else, like, my front foot will go into the fender, if that makes sense. Do you no, have any that, other, like... So then... So then Okay, so I'm getting a better picture of how, you, how you're playing the game. So that means you're standing still and you're watching the ball. You're not anticipating where the ball's going to be. Yeah, right, I should. I mean, I'm kind of dumbing it down a little bit because it's hard to really explain the, exactly what I'm thinking in the moment, but I don't think I'm really standing still. Like, but you don't, I probably okay, should okay, be moving more. Ah, but here's, okay, but here's one thing. Your ability to explain to me what it is you're thinking and what you're doing mm -hmm. will determine the level you get to and that you play at. Because we're in the MSL, right? Mental Strength League, yep. Mental Strength League, okay? So mm -hmm. I haven't seen you play, but I can see how you play based on how you think. So you're telling me what you think about and how you think. And based on mm -hmm. how you think, I'm t asking you questions, right? Yeah. So now you're saying, I think I'm moving. But how do I you am know moving. if you're moving? I am moving. I am. Okay, but 
how do you know if you're moving enough? Um, I have to, I guess, evaluate what I'm going to do before the ball comes to me. So then I know when to move and where to move. And you're not currently doing that right now. No. So I guess, like, <laughs> I got to... So, I mean, okay. Do you, do you so, think I should, like, imagine what a game, like, before, like, the night before a game, you think I should imagine what the game scenario. If I get the yes. ball on this side of the field and there's a defender on my back, I get to do this. Yes. Do that? Yes. There All you right. go. You've never thought about that before. You only think about it in the moment, and then it's Sometimes. too late. Yeah. I mean, that would be yeah. helpful. Yes. So when you're telling me, well, I can't practice because I don't have people and I don't have this, yes, you can. You can visualize what you'll do when you're there and when and what other people are most likely to do. Oh, and when he does this, I'll do that. And if he does that, I'll do this. So that means before you even stepped on the field, you already know what you're going to do. And once you see him do something, you already know where you need to be. So you've already decided, oh, if he's going to be right, I step left. If he steps left, I step right. If he steps towards me, I run past him. So that means by the, t by the time the ball gets to me, I have space and I have time. And right now, sometimes you have time and sometimes you don't. So the only times you're having time on the field is when the other guy isn't paying attention and he makes a mistake. I never thought about it like that. That's, that's helpful. Yeah. No, it's good, man. It takes a little time because I got to ask, I got to hear how you yeah. explain the game so I can understand. Like, we call it like mind map. This is mind mapping, right? We're in the MSL. Like some, sometimes, of course, like before games, like on the drive before the game, like you daydream, like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, this. But sometimes it's just not that realistic. Yeah. Because you're think thinking more. about, I'm going to do, I'm going to do like 40 step overs and, yeah, and yeah, scissor yeah, him and like, score a goal. No, mm -hmm. you're spending all your time thinking about the parts of the game that don't matter. Mm -hmm. And most players are doing that, so they don't realize they're wasting a whole lot of time. So if you're thinking about the things that are most important, how do I get in the best spots on the field so I can make the easiest passes every time? If that's what you're focused on, because you go, I'm the best passer. So when I get the ball in this part of the field and I can make a pass from here, I'm guaranteed to make my pass 100% and create a lot of chances for us. So you're thinking about where and how you need to move on the field to get your def get the defender to be where you don't want him to be so that when you do get the ball, you have a lot of options. All right. Yeah, so like, say like I think, oh, when this guy gets the ball, um, I fake this way, then open up this way. There's a defender on my back. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll use that. I got a tournament coming up. That's going to be really helpful. <laughs> There you go. So you can start. So when you're not able to do it physically, you can always do mental exercises, right? And then when you get a chance, now you're practicing the things you visualized and the movements that you need to do so that you're fit to do those when you get on the field, right? Thinking about it is great, but if you're not fit enough to do the actual runs and stuff, it doesn't matter. So you, uh, there's one. I got one minute left before uh, the Instagram is going to kick me off here. But right, yeah. I'm glad you called in, man. I'm, it really uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. <laughs> No, I've never, course, like, man. talked to a professional like this. This is amazing. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. Well, hey, I want to hear how the progress is over the next couple of months. All right, yeah. you know, I'll make sure to tune in. in. The work. Yeah, keep putting in the work, and um, I'm looking forward to hearing how everything pans out in the next couple of months, man. All right, yeah, thank you so much, and, like, for accepting awesome. it and everything. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Of All course, right. brother. I'll see you later. Bye. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Um,
Yo, all right, guys. I've got like uh, I think less than a minute here, so um, that was cool. Hey, man, thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate that, uh, guys, girls, and everybody in between. Uh, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Um, hopefully, you guys got a lot out of that. That's kind of how we break down the MSL and how we kind of figure stuff out. So um, thanks so much for joining in. If you guys haven't already, make sure to head over perfect, to perfectsoccerskills.com slash giveaway. We're doing, uh, I do weekly soccer giveaways every week. Perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. Get a free copy of the book that I had talked to the young gentleman about earlier. Uh, slash AASP. And you can watch all replays of the Ask a Soccer Pro show. And slash BPRO, B-E-P-R-O. This is our one-on-one -on -one consulting and online mentorship training program. It's the Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.